today I will be discussing the dangers of religion. I would like to start this podcast off with a disclaimer. Religion has many great benefits and in many instances is an asset and can do great wonders in one's spiritual, emotional, social, and relational life. In addition, this podcast was not geared toward any specific religion. This podcast is to help articulate some of the toxic patterns that I have seen in my personal experiences from research and from what others have expressed to me about religion. Firstly, religion is usually around a specific belief. When this is the case, there will usually be beliefs and ideas that are seen as wrong, evil, and intolerable by this religious group. While it is not a bad thing to have beliefs, when you have a group of people strongly believing something and are holding onto those beliefs as an ego identity, there will be no room for expansion, which creates a soul-smothering experience that torments participants. Next, most religions prohibit self-expression. Members are subtly or not so subtly not allowed to express themselves. With no self-expression, there is a spiritual suffocation which manifests itself in many negative symptoms and in mental illness. If the unit is, as a whole, toxic, and if the individual members lack self-differentiation, there will be a cult-like, enmeshed, codependent unit that mirrors a large, narcissistic family unit. The similarities are striking. Much like a narcissistic home, there will be conformity that is demanded where all members need to have similar attitudes, beliefs, and trust a specific doctrine which leads to the need to fit in or be cast out, rejected, and abandoned. Because many who join religious groups do so out of an existential fear of abandonment and the physical, relational fear of being left alone with no relationship, religion offers a sort of defense against this as all members are essentially bullied into sticking around and keeping each other company in their misery, thus protecting from the very fear of being abandoned by others and by God. In addition, religion is perfectly set up for a narcissistic leader to exploit. Spiritual, charismatic, and well-spoken narcissistic abusers will have a field day as they manipulate their group, controlling their families, belief systems, perceptions, and even their sex life, a massive power trip for a narcissistically abusive, exploitive perpetrator. Nowadays, it seems that most religious groups are set up like a cult, which have unconscious attitudes that all members need to be essentially like the leader. The leader is the all-powerful and cannot be questioned individual, creating a very dangerous environment of control and manipulation. These leaders usually work from a fear and shame-based mindset, emotionally terrifying and controlling and bullying everything about their victims. Furthermore, narcissistic religious groups promise a sort of messiah and play into the existential deep need for individuals to have purpose and meaning in their life. By love-bombing victims with a promise of salvation and the promise to soothe the inner confusion, existential loneliness, and offer safety, Victims open themselves up to exploitation on the deepest level, often getting trapped for a lifetime and even for generations of abuse. Next, while the information and doctrines of religious groups may be healthy and true, religion offers the ability to use spiritualization as a defense mechanism. This is where you see people who are seemingly spiritually aware, but in reality are entirely spiritually and emotionally out of touch. This creates great confusion as they are seeming to be in touch and healthy, but in fact, using messages, spiritual jargon, and religious ideas to mask inner intentions to exploit. 
Finally is sexuality and sexual identity. You may want to pay close attention to the general attitudes of a religious group and how they view sex. Many use religion and strong spiritual jargon and doctrines to hide sexual shame and to avoid intimacy. Members can look holier than thou, all the meanwhile they are hiding their sexuality in deep and toxic shame. Many religions want to control sexuality, relationship life, and intimacy. What is acceptable about relationships and not in order to manipulate the family unit. Once you control someone's sexuality and relationship life, you control them and everything about them. Religion hides narcissistic abusers so impeccably well, and some of the worst and most lethal narcissistic abusers abuse in the name of God and religion from my personal experiences and from what I have seen. From what I have come to understand and learn, people could be evil. God is not evil. People use God for evil, which to me is the most despicable dehumanizing, and really disturbing thing that one man can do to his fellow. I hope that this podcast opens your eyes and your mind to the truth of what religion has essentially become in many different instances and what is taking place. If you are a victim of religious spiritual abuse, please allow me to help you heal your spiritual emotional wounds and understand that the connection you have to source, to God, is one of unconditional love and one that you are deserving of no matter what you've done, no matter who you are. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. I can be reached by email, yitz at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I want to thank you so very much for listening to this episode. It is an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, I'll be